and welcome to the Big Bold Faith Podcast, a podcast dedicated to getting real, bold, and honest when it comes to living and fighting for your everyday faith. My name is Brittany Durfee, and I'm your host. Good morning, good morning. I hope the sun is rising over you today. I hope that you're able to look at it and think that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Because this is a new day today. It's a new opportunity to do the things maybe you forgot to do yesterday. Today is a day to be grateful that God extended his grace and mercy to give you new air, new breath in your lungs, new opportunities to do things, to still have purpose in today. With today, as you watch the sun rise and you see the clouds, or maybe you're experiencing rain, hopefully no snow as we're still in the summer months, but wherever you are in the world, as you're seeing a new day, you are a new day. Today, you mean so much. And if no one has told you that, know that you value more than anything. God's love loves you so much that there's nothing that can separate you from his love. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to work at anything. All it is is being his child. Now there are responsibilities that come with being the child of God. He is the maker of heaven and earth. He is the ultimate king of kings. So let me not get into this space where we try to use the grace card all of a sudden for all things. I do recognize that nothing I can do can separate me from God and that I fall short of the glory of God daily and I need to come to him humbly asking for forgiveness and correction and to be guided, seeking first the kingdom of God above all things. So many places he says to seek me first. Seek me and you will find me. Jeremiah, you guys, um, outside of Matthew, he, he talks about seeking him. And what does that seek look like? I believe when we seek God, and we don't just seek God for our needs, our personal things, the hard ships that you might be going through in the season, I think when you ultimately seek him, you see things differently. You have to. We see Jesus as the ultimate example. We see him seeking and going with his father often in the obscurity, in being in a lone space with his father. With that, we are called as believers to the non-believers. Even, yes, as the Gentiles, we are called to the non-believers. And you might not be a pastor, you may not be a bishop or a deacon, your place might be in the marketplace. You might be a regular, regular person. And that's okay because God can use you too. I think we, um, we forget that our purpose doesn't have to come from a pulpit. You are assigned people every single day that you wake up, which is why I wanted to remind you that today is a new day. It's a new opportunity to speak to someone about God that is already within your sphere of influence. And you might be like, I don't really have influence, Brett. Like, I only have five people on Instagram that follow me and 10 people on TikTok. 
No, I'm not talking about that influence. I'm talking about the people in your circle, the things that you do every single day. Think about your day. What do you do on your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? What do you do on your Saturday? You might be like, I don't do too much. I'm just boring. I'm an introvert. I stay home. But there's something that you do. For me, I wake up on Saturdays. I go to farmer markets. I go to stores. Sometimes your girl to get her hair done. And in the midst of that, there's always someone that God has assigned me to. Whether I know them or not, I've had encounters with the person that does my hair, and I know better now because God had already revealed them to me once upon a time. And so I know my assignment every day or every time that I get my hair done is to seek the will and the presence of God. Why? Because the assignment is greater than me. The will of God is greater than me. God gives me words to encourage and to uplift her in ways that I don't always understand, but there's always something that she's asking me to pin down, and I'm like, girl, (laughs) you know, you have to catch the Holy Spirit and record him because I'm just speaking what I heard my father say. Does anyone else like that? Where God gives you something and you tell someone else and they say, repeat that again? I don't know how many times that's happened to me, but it happens quite frequently. And I laugh because I really have no memory of what I've actually spoken to the people. But I do know to get into my father's presence at certain times. They're called spiritual cues. And if we're not careful enough to spend time in the presence of God, we will miss our spiritual cues. Now you're thinking, Brittany, you're holy and saved. I would never even think to speak to my braid person or or like the person that does my hair or does just think about it. God will reveal to you who it is. And as much as I get it right, I also get it wrong. I'll share with you today this woman who was doing my nails. Uh she had mentioned church. And It didn't really come to me to kind of ask her more of like what church, what she believes, why is she away from the church? It was like a a weird conversation. It wasn't until I left that I was like, oh, dang, I missed a whole spiritual cue to talk about Jesus with her. Now, I didn't need to get overly biblical, right? I just wanted to be able to have the conversation, not to always make her feel comfortable, but to at least have that opportunity if she was looking to know who God was, to plant the seed, right? We hear in scripture about some are called to plant, some are called to water, but it is God who is is, is growing the seed. But I didn't even plant, nor did I even water today, the curiosity of her thought process. And... I will have to be accounted for my lack of today. This is faith, you guys. This is the life of a believer. We get it right and we get it wrong. But what I'm so grateful for is that God revealed to me and recalled to me how I got it wrong, how I missed an opportunity to save someone else's soul How foolish of me to think that because I'm saved that other people don't need to be saved. 
that I would rather see them burn up in the, the fiery hell than to be with God, to be with Jesus. It's because my soul is saved. Why wouldn't I want to see them, even if I don't know them? When God spent time with the Father, I've always said this, and I'll kind of repeat it. When God spent time with the Father, I feel like he always knew his assignment. What I can imagine, and I haven't totally found this in Scripture, but kind of how I've interpreted it myself and Holy Spirit, please, as I will always say, please correct me, we're wrong. When you watch Jesus interact with people, I think that if Jesus was Jesus, the Messiah, right? Let's put him in modern day, you guys. If you heard that Jesus was here, the one that we were waiting for, the one that could heal instantly, he would have a crowd of people, right? We, we see this. He had crowds of people follow him. But we only see so many people that he actually healed. Now, that's not to take away from the glory and the greatness of what God could and could have done at that time. God could have probably healed all of his followers, but he knew the time and the place. Even so much at times he told people not to tell anyone that he healed them because it wasn't his time. So when I see that, I see that that's how you get your spiritual cues. You get in the presence of the Lord and the Lord gives you a word and you become open when people need healing, when they need prayer, when they mention church, when they mention Jesus, when they mention that they're not being able to do this life. You give an invitation, you give a word of knowledge, you give encouragement that points them back to the Father. And at that point, they are healed. They pick up their mat after 38 years and they walk. They get into the, the pool and they are healed. Everyone around is looking for the answer and the answer is God. And us as believers, we must be alert to the spiritual cues that God gives us day by day. So I pray for you, for God to illuminate your spiritual vision to see your spiritual cues for today, that he give you the boldness and the courageousness of Joshua, that he gives you the strength of Moses, that he gives you focus to be able to speak with what you know. And you might think, I only know Proverbs. I only know trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. If that's the only scripture you have, then that is enough. That will be for the one. But let us not ignore the spiritual cues and the responsibility it is for us to direct people back to God. For we all will have to give an account of our actions and what we did and what we didn't do. So God, enlighten our eyes today. Enlighten how we think. Give us the boldness and the courageousness. Give us the faith to walk to be conscious of who you are. Let us be loving, patient, and kind with ourselves and with others. Let us not let the enemy try to deceive us into not thinking that your word should be spread upon all nations. Amen.